0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to your D1 Team 5 for Friday morning, September 18th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. Brown reverses course and will reinstate two recently cut women's varsity teams, equestrian and fencing, as part of a settlement agreement that will also put an end date to the 1998 Sports Gender Equity Agreement of August 31st, 2024. The decisions are pending approval by the U.S. District Court for the District of Rhode Island. Brown President Christina Paxson saying, quote, The Cohen Agreement served an important purpose when it was signed 22 years ago, but Brown's commitment to women's athletes transcends the agreement. We can provide excellent opportunities for women and men, be a leader in upholding Title IX, and have a competitive varsity program. And we will. The AP's Ralph Russo gets updates from Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott and Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson on their return-to-action push. Scott saying, quote, Friday is a chance to get everyone caught up on what's been a very dynamic and rapidly changing series of events over the last 24 to 48 hours. We'll obviously have to decide soon, but I'm not necessarily expecting a decision Friday. Thompson saying, quote, the board has asked for a plan. The real trigger on this is the rapid results testing, and that's the key if we can get that. We're talking to a number of manufacturers and providers. That has to be done really before any discussions can concretely be made. Thompson adds that league CEOs will meet next week to discuss. The athletics Bruce Feldman gets comments from around the Pac-12 on a return to football. From one head coach, quote, If you try and rush them back before they've had enough time to get in shape to actually play football, you're saying that health and safety actually doesn't matter. To play football, you actually have to practice football. Forget schemes, our guys are basically doing combine training, but that doesn't get you ready to play games. Several coaches suggest a minimum of eight weeks to be physically ready to play football with one strength and conditioning coach, stating mid-November at the earliest With one head coach saying quote, I thought a start date of December 5th was pushing it. It's a one-off year. Let's do what's right for our kids and our conference. We're going to take a lump. Let's not take two lumps. Boise State Athletic Director Kurt Apsey on the likelihood of his Broncos playing football this season. Quote, I am confident we are going to see some sort of season for sure. We're working very closely with all the presidents in our conference, our football coaches, all the athletic directors. We've even reached out to student athletes in the conference to get their thoughts on the situation. So stay tuned, but I'm more confident and more positive than I've ever been. According to Boise State President Marlene Trump, athletics will lose 10 to $15 million this academic year because of COVID-19, and that number could top $30 million if football isn't played. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey tells the SEC Network's Paul Feinbaum, quote, I have defined leadership in a new way. I think leadership is about tomorrow, not like five years, I mean tomorrow. I've literally gone through a decision that may be a bit tumultuous on a Thursday, then a Friday at 9.30 a.m., boom the ability to relax and enjoy the moment that has evaporated. In return to action notes, overall, 42 Wisconsin football student athletes and staff have tested positive for COVID-19 since June, with 29 positives from testing done in the first half of September. Out of 373 tests at Hawaii, only 4 positives to date. Two of those were in the women's basketball program. Providence will go fully remote through at least September 26, as 80 students have tested positive in the past two days. All students living on campus will be tested. Eastern Washington has tapped Pictor Group to do a thorough examination and recommend solutions for the athletic department's financial challenges. EWU will pay $38,000 for the engagement. Oklahoma State head football coach Mike Gundy chats with Influencer CEO and Founder Jim Cavale on how social media and name image and likeness impact recruiting. Quote, Our coaching staff, our recruiting staff, the university in general, our athletic department, we're learning on the run. This is going to be uncharted waters for all of us. We want to be out front though. We want to be in a competitive arena. We want people to understand that we're going to do whatever it takes to get the best and most quality young men in our organization athletically and academically. And I'm not sure that anybody knows right now exactly which direction all of this is going to go. Florida A&M's 63-year-old Bragg Memorial Stadium will get $10 million for long overdue repairs from the Blueprint Intergovernmental Agency Board of Directors. The total cost for repairs will be around $13 million. FAMU President Larry Robinson said, quote, the return on this investment will include positive economic outcomes for the citizens of Tallahassee and the South Side. This is exciting for people who attended athletic events in the venue. It's inspiration and pride for those who understand the cultural significance of all that occurs inside and around the stadium. Of note from the Tallahassee Democrat, quote, A quarter of the money destined for a convention center on Florida State's campus will now be diverted to fund renovations at Bragg. No timetable for the project has been determined yet. And that is all for your D1TN5 for Friday morning, September 18th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates and what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. If you are not currently subscribed to D1TN5, be sure to subscribe wherever you may listen. My name is Anthony Grossi, and we'll see you this afternoon.